Hey, it's Jim. In this episode and the following episode, we're going to be talking about a couple of transgender athletes and how they're depicted in media. A thing that we did not talk about is the higher rate of suicide among transgender people, much higher than the average population. And since September is National Suicide Prevention Month, I wanted to throw out the number for their lifeline. It's 1-800-273-8255. Regardless of whatever kind of issue that you're having that might lead you to have those kinds of thoughts, please talk to someone, give that number a call. If you're not in the United States, many other countries have these resources and you should be able to find them on Google. I used to get yelled at a lot in basketball for multiple reasons, but uh, one was uh, doesn't surprise I see, me at all. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I uh, the most create. I think I'm a creative in general. Oh, oh music's wow, that is loud. I turned that off and it turned itself back on. I think I'm a creative in general, but like in athletics, basketball in particular, like I did reach a level of expertise that you could be creative. Okay. If you suck at something, you can't be creative, right? right. Do we all agree that? Uh, it's difficult to be a true, truly creative I if would you suck difficult. at something. It, even uh, I would say the, even the blind squirrel analogy is is okay. Uh, like gets a nut or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't mean you can't create. Yeah, but it's hard to be truly creative if you can barely dribble a basketball. You can't create a play for sure, right? And if you can barely draw, you can't create Picasso. Well, that's uh, up for debate. <laughs> All right, fair. <laughs> so, so I got yelled at a lot about. Um, um, uh, form through freedom or freedom through form. That was the the analogy my coach yelled at me. Meaning, run the fucking play, Mike, you idiot, and then you can get creative in that play. Or I get fucking creative and don't worry, coach, I'm gonna make a play. Yeah, right. The LeBron method. Yeah, kinda. That was me. Uh, <laughs> except much shorter and less talented. Uh, so I guess the similar question applies to like culture and trends. Yeah. Right, which one is shoving which where? And I think Jim and I were talking about it uh, off air, but um, documentaries, I think, are probably hitting their stride right now. Where like 10, 20, 30 years ago, there were documentaries and some were decent, yeah. but like the production was shit. It was like a really shitty YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Um, the content was okay sometimes, or the story they told were okay, but people weren't watching them. Like you're no, not, you were like forced to watch them, like in class, right? And Discovery Channel was cool. You'd flip it on here and there, but you didn't like watch it. But then yeah. I feel like 2015, like Discovery Channel had some shit. You're like, damn, I'm gonna watch this. Mm-hmm. And then obviously now with Netflix is the biggest, mm-hmm. or not, or Hulu or whatever the heck what streaming. Was that? What was that called? The um, the uh, Planet Earth. Planet Earth. Do you think that was earlier? Actually, that may that maybe started the show. That's, that's what I was just gonna say. Maybe is Planet Earth responsible for the yeah. cool factor of documentary, and that's way early. When's the first one? 2008, maybe? 2007? I, I, I mean, it's, I it's a long time ago. I was, I was probably just out of high school. That's what I was thinking. School. I was thinking yeah. college high school for yeah. me as well. Yeah. We're about the same age. Yeah. Planet Earth was so good because it brought the cinematics. It brought the education. 2006 for the very first one. So, yeah, exactly there. I was yeah. a junior going to senior I was or senior. Same, same. Yeah, we're the same grade. Yeah. Both 07. Yeah, 07. Yeah. So, that makes sense. Um, and maybe it was a big push into it. Like, 
I think you're right, dude. I think you're right. And, and um, at least I, for our generation, my argument to Jim was accessibility. Like, if you're going to Blockbuster, you're grabbing the newest like action flick. You're not going like, oh, this documentary seems really interesting. You're and going spending, to that, you're going to that back wall. You're not spending five ninety nine in the middle. Yeah, in the middle of the documentary. But if you're on Netflix screaming around and they have like a top ten, which is probably curated, it's probably not by views, bastards. It's probably pay, it's probably paid. Yeah, <laughs> but sometimes a really good documentary is there, and you're like, bang bang, this is interesting. So. Um, long story short, both of these are what within the last six years documentaries we're watching. Oh we yeah, did yeah watch? for sure. The uh, uh, Croc is 2017, and, and uh, the uh, Caitlin one is this year. And something interesting I've found about documentaries is, and this is 100 percent just anecdotal in my brains, but what topic may be popular in the world doesn't mean that documentary will do well. Like a lot of documentaries that have done well or gotten a big push are all these like vegan ones or like Save the Fish, you know, kind of the other ones we covered, or like yeah. uh, Black Cove or Black Fish or whatever. Like those things got these huge uproar, mm-hmm. and maybe because it's politically or whatever, but they didn't really. Those topics aren't talked about every day. Where these two films, I feel like these topics are very topical. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone's speaking about it. Every radio station, every news station, every interpersonal conversation maybe touches on it yet these uh documentaries in particular didn't like explode i feel like mm-hmm. which i mm-hmm. thought they would oh with both of them yeah yeah both of them just based on like yeah popularity of the topic and popularity of the people well i think that the particularly the caitlin one was um that somewhat just ti- came out right yeah, yeah i think that was somewhat timed around this whole you know, gubernatorial recall thing sure. and her being a candidate, which mm-hmm. didn't go anywhere. She got like less than 1% yeah. of the- Was she even on the- She had to be a handwritten name on the list, No, right? she was literally was on she the, listed? Yeah, she was listed on the Interesting. ballot. Interesting. I didn't remember, I don't remember seeing that. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. No, it was I don't well, Did she have a book coming out too or something? Probably. I just imagine if you did the document, even though Untold- um, I, is, is I, a series. I love these untold. Yeah, it's a series. So like, I feel like it's not as markety pushy. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's their thirty for thirty. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I heard the uh, yeah. There's a couple others that are really good. I heard. There's another one. Yeah. Anyways, is it a golf one? No, no, the one with the the mobster that bought his kid a hockey team. Uh, oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I heard of that. They but I heard the go- there's a golf one or a golfer one. It's supposed to be really good. Is it out already? I think so. Maybe this week. Uh, Rob McElhenney and. Um. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Reynolds. Help me. Bert. No, a Deadpool. Ryan. Ryan <laughs> bought a, Charades. a a soccer team. That wasn't real. That was Ted Lasso. No, they really did it. I heard. You know, they, they really did it. It's actually going on right now. It is not j- j- just Ted Lasso. What's, what's that called? Uh, what uh, American life, life imitating art? <laughs> uh, 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 American they, soccer team. Welsh. Yeah. And they're that's they're, affordable because you know the whole thing about like you if you don't like perform at a particular level, yeah. you drop out of the top yeah. rank. There, so they're trying to take this like semi podunk now team yeah. that was in the top before and, and bring it back. Yeah. They're filming a whole documentary series around where, it. Where did Ryan Reynolds get all this damn money? He bought the Deadpool character. No. He owns did that. He? That's he owns sick. Deadpool. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't doubt it. Yeah, Who's he married to? Someone famous, right? Blake so. Lively. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, owns, that's some combined money. He owns the rights to Deadpool. Like, He's done a lot of like big time movies. That's true. He's been and doing he's been it. around forever. You're right. Yeah, he did he's all those rom coms. Yeah, yeah. 
and 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 who knows what a Welsh? That's why I brought up jokingly American because like Shaq, he although partial owner, he owned part of the Kings. Now Reebok. Yeah, and like NBA, NBA, NFL, MLBs way more expensive than like a Podunk Welsh team for sure. But for then sure. a real team like Barcelona or something that's probably worth that's a tough yeah ten that's, million dollars. That's like a, probably billion. the most. Exp- I think Bar, I think Man U or Barcelona is like the most I'm sure. expensive. I'm sports sure. franchise i'm sure because good I, don't, chance, I don't know how the money works or the ownership but those franchises have every team barcelona is famous for their soccer but there's a there's a barca basketball team it's mm-hmm. the same league same mm-hmm. team oh really yeah and you're I don't know that. yeah majority of them huh, man you same thing i'm sure that, that like man you probably sells a billion dollars annually in just mer- jersey just oh yeah how how uh it's their system seems so smart to me. Like, I I like the idea of our farm team, AAA, whatever, but why not just have a shit ton of teams? Yeah, and you go by record. And if your record's good enough, you go up to the A-League. And then bottom two go down, bottom two go up every season. Uh, Yes. I like that. And, well, here's what it would do in my mind. It would keep you from having um, sort of slumlord um, team owners. Yeah, yeah. The other thing I like is that because um, there's so much more at stake, right? You know? And and there probably is some lords over there too in those smaller uh, franchises, right? But I also like that every team's the same. We have a we have a Sacramento Kings basketball, Sacramento Kings baseball, Sacramento Kings football. That used to be before franchise franchises started moving oh, really? around. Yeah, because the Kings were in were well, they were the Royals, and when they were in yeah. Kansas City, and then they uh, became the Kings, and then true. And then they moved here, and they're the Kings, and yeah. You know, whatever. But like, yeah, like I said, like Barca has a basketball team. It just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here we're just so like spread capitalistic, even though over there it's, it's capitalistic all, it's, as well. It, the team itself is not really the the priority. It's the what can this, right. what can this team generate for me in, in sales of merchandise and concessions and market cap and stuff like that. I might have to do with it more in our sports like football and basketball. Where over there, there's there's no there's no market cap on on soccer. I think all the money's made in like concessions too. Like at, uh, at these per events. team team, yeah, yeah, probably. Like like they're they all their profits are not all their profits, but the majority of their profits come from the food and drink. And like big sponsor because there's yeah. probably a Budweiser symbol uh, sign somewhere and TV rights and stuff like that. Yeah, but that's the issue with being smaller. Yeah, market right. team. Yeah, right, right. We ain't getting shit on TV. No, that's no. typically true. No. Uh, so yeah, I guess. Uh, long story short, I was talking about the. Does culture does our does our world want to? Because the trends in movies happen with other shit. Like 2012, all there is is like Hunger Games, Divergent, and these like fantasy yeah, yeah runs in cycles. And now right. all we have is Marvel zombies. Movies. I don't even know if it's Marvel right now. Marvel's still big. Marvel's been hot. You know, that's like almost their own world. Like, it's hard to argue with Marvel because yeah. they've been when was killing the, it. When I don't was know the first what's Iron right Man. Now. Iron Man was like the first one. 2007 or six. also. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Eight? Yeah. And so people like, didn't even know what was coming, obviously. Yeah. And that, that movie made some ripples, but nothing crazy. 13, 13 years, they kind of dominated the Superhero's been, the movie been a thing every decade since the fucking 60s, right? Like, there's a Batman of every decade. There's a fucking... But it's kind of Superman de- every was, other decade. It was kind of DC focused. It was for sure. Yeah. Was a big shift. The Marvel, Marvel was, was probably that two thousand for sure. That two thousand eight. But in terms of movie movies, I don't know what's big right now because our movie system got so fucked for two years. Like what style? of yeah. movie? I think it's still that like action. Yeah, action. Like low thought action movie, like the John Wicks. Comedy's dead. John Wicks. Yeah. Oh, maybe. comedy doesn't even exist anymore, does no. it? 
Like com- what? What comedy? What movie? Com- comedy? Movie can't think of a good one. one. They all go to streamers now. Yeah, can't think of a good one. They yeah. they, they they can do them on a uh, smaller budget and they live forever. And then all the thrillers and dramas, like those are all going to Netflix too. Or their yeah. series. Like look at any Leonardo DiCaprio movie coming out anytime soon. They're, yeah, they're going straight to Netflix. I I, I do think documentaries are kind of hitting their stride, but I do wonder if it's the world it, it, because everyone's so sketched out by the media lying people maybe think that documentaries are telling the truth. We talked about that in our other episodes when we covered documentaries, how it's just as easily, maybe even more so, uh, biased. Well, they can do a lot more oh, yeah. with like music and other things like to true. make you feel a certain way. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. CNN is emotionally in, can it, really pull you in. The soundtrack in a documentary is much heart, uh, heart tugging than, than CNN's soundtrack. For I do sure. agree with that. For sure. But I, um, then I guess the other question is, yeah, does culture want to learn more? And that's why documentaries are cool now. Or, did Hollywood think documentaries would hit and we're just following their ploy? I think it's probably as simple as like just the read- readily available content on streaming services. Yeah. Like they need to fill yeah, gaps. Fill gaps and it's just like easy to do, easier. Right. It's probably lower budget. Yeah. In the scheme of things, right? Because you're not paying you're not paying Ryan Reynolds. But you're I, not paying the Deadpool license. Yeah, and I think that we're um we've talked we spent a whole episode talking about algorithms and the uh, that suggestion algorithm I think is what is what's making it work. Yeah. That in like Netflix now, if you I don't know if maybe it's I don't know if it's really just Netflix or if it's the fact that I have a um um fire stick or whatever so i'm accessing it through that i don't know what but like sometimes when you click on something to see the trailer it just starts yeah yeah i have <laughs> it uh, fades out the 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 um i think they both do that. the interface it and it just goes into whatever yeah and suddenly you know if you watch a couple minutes of it you're and you like it you're probably going to keep watching it yeah i noticed when they started doing that i was like oh this is interesting yeah which is kind of i actually kind of like that I thought it was a cool little feature. You don't even realize that you're watching it. Yeah. All of a sudden it started. Yeah, I um uh had finished up one of the docs and then I was clicking to the other one and uh last night and then we were, we're breaking for dinner and so like it's it's starting. It's like hang on. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what I intended to do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know if we just dig in. Uh, my first blanket take. Uh-huh. Is are that we going over both at the same time or just yeah. like one at a time? We're gonna try to do a long we're doing a marathon podcast today. Yeah. We can compare and contrast. Yeah, I meant like it's like as far as like wherever it takes documentary. you. Yeah, wherever it takes you. You yeah, want it? Right. Yeah, I got no plan. We can go one at a time. We can go one at a time. We can Let's go blanket, that. then we'll go one at a time. All right, that's fine. so. My blanket is that, and we were joking uh, last week when we were just hanging out, um, all three of us about about how different these documentaries were going to be. Just and, and I was joking based on um, one being a fucking Kardashian. Yeah. Right. And you're like, all right. Well, one's a meathead, a friend of ours. Yeah. We're talking about Transformer with yeah. with Janae Kroc, Krasleski, yeah, and uh, Untold Caitlyn Jenner, which is a, a part of a Netflix series. And so, I jokingly, non jokingly, was like, well, one's going to be selling us a book. One's a Kardashian, and and whether whether the decisions Caitlyn made in her life or not are also that marketing book. This is different, mm-hmm. where um, at least fitness professionally, although Janae, Matt, um, was uh, not a fitness professional really, right? He is a pharmacist, a pharmacist and like a yeah. chemical engineer. Um, but Matt, Janae's fitness career, uh, the peak was already gone. 
So like I, what I'm saying, and he was outed. Oh yeah, was yeah, another yeah, reason. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well these are like different. These are different biases within a documentary. Was that was that um that video that they showed in the documentary? Was that the the video of the guy outing? Jin yes. Nick? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Louis did, Marcos his name. Did the guy say that he came across Janae's like uh, Instagram, Instagram page? which was a public Instagram? But so, yes. Okay. Now my question. Yeah. Uh, is I guess to you guys like is that really outing somebody uh, that's true. putting the information out there? That's true. That's a good start. So uh, my blanket statement uh, is that I thought these were going to be very different based on biases, yeah, and sorry, that man. the story. No, you're good. The story was uh, more similar than not. It was yeah, eerily the same documentary happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the difference being compare and contrast. Yeah, same. Here's my here's my film pa- um, studies paper uh, that the. Uh, Caitlin one was career, was career athletic career, and then the last ten or fifteen minutes was a, was transgender. Yeah. There was a thread of transgender through it, but it wasn't really. It was more Caitlin or or Bruce's timeline, right? Yeah, there was, it was a right very life. obvious pivot point in the documentary, like hard pivot in the, right. yeah, the subject. Wh- where, whereas yeah. Janae, it was the whole documentary was constructed yep. to tell a story. It was and, more of a transgender documentary. It was more of a transgender 100%. Documentary. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so the outing happened. So ladies and gentlemen, um, uh, Matt, Janae Kroc, and we use both because as far as we know in the personal life, uh, Matt and Janae both coexist. Yeah, so, so again, gender start, fluid, yeah, as much non-binary. As, as much as we can, we're going to be as, as kind. We mean no harm. Uh, we may misspeak. All this is live recorded. Um, and so, yes, our opinions are our own, but we also might just misspeak. Yeah, we uh, might accidentally blow the pronouns. Who folks. knows? We're we're trying who not knows? to, but we might. Um, um, and and when we as much as we can, which I actually kind of like, both of them do do in the documentary. Uh, almost talking third person about yeah, yeah, especially Caitlin, but even even Janae a little bit about um, the male like, identity. Yeah, yeah, and and they talk third person about yeah the identity or the persona, with, which is interesting. With Caitlin, it felt very. Uh, past tense right like close uh, that chapter with Janae yeah. it felt like kind of like this is currently going on yeah which which as far as we know even in the personal life that is it and that is the story of Matt Kroc is that within the inner world as far as we know it's not like uh, he was keeping his identity that secretive which goes to your question like he had an Instagram public Matt Krokoliski and also Janae Krok. Janae and the reason why I asked that in the first place, not to doubt right. what's being said or what happened. I just I right. know you guys know, you know, Janae on a personal level. Yeah. And I don't know like if there's more that to that that I, don't I, know. that I didn't see in this documentary because the documentary didn't make it seem like that was the case. Yeah, yeah. And I just want to get more information. I think as far as I know, Matt Janae was like the first athlete that this became really public. And that's what is kind of crazy about the documentary is you hear about and, and Matt Matt Kroc was the first powerlifter I knew by name. Yeah. Because Matt, and, and he mentioned it in the story that he was signed by a big company at the, and we'll call him I was Muscle Tech. Muscle Tech signed Matt when they only signed Ronnie Coleman types. Yeah. They only signed Ronnie Coleman. That's Coleman's. the blue and yellow. Yeah, it's yeah. bright blue. Yeah. Yeah, they they didn't sign they didn't sign even bikini girls. They didn't even sign hot chicks and they didn't even sign pro athletes. You had to be on the Olympia stage and you maybe got some cash. And, and Matt was one of the first ones to do that. And purely based on a YouTube video by a drama YouTube, he lost his sponsorship, which I do think is for she lost her sponsorship. Like, I think that's insane. And we're talking what, 2014, 15? 
so 15. It, I have no time reference of when this stuff was going yeah, down. Yeah, so that's about... Because I only know when the documentary was made. Right. It was 2017. Right. Uh, yeah, published. So they, they filmed for a while. Okay. Yeah, when was our okay. podcast with Janae? 15. 15. Okay. So I think the that outing helps. probably... And I think... May, maybe I'm wrong, but I think it was wintery, so I think it might have crossed a year, but 2014-15 is when the... Got it. The YouTube... And I, I, and I think I agree with you in some senses, like... But I would imagine if I'm Matt or Janae... You're not keeping things quiet because you're like ashamed. Mm-hmm. You're keeping things. I mean, you're confused, probably. I would imagine. What the fuck do I know? Um, but you're keeping it quiet because the world's not ready. And yeah. so, like, yeah, you have a public Instagram because you're that's who you are. But you're not like running ads on it. You know what I mean? And you're For not sure. like actively trying to grow it. Maybe kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, social media does add a wrinkle to everything. <laughs> and it's, at the end yeah. of the day, that's their decision too. I think right. who you're following or yeah. who you're allowed of, you know, who you're interacting with via rather than building a YouTube video, really announcing it to the world. Yeah, for sure. I feel like, uh, and I, this might be validated by if you were to go back and listen to the whole podcast that we did with with Janae back in 2015. Um, I think that that she was kind of trying on the public version of of Janae sure. over time, and that. The, I think the Instagram was part of that. Instagram's probably a, a, a dipping your toe in it versus like a full yeah. YouTube video versus going to the Arnold and, dressed as Janae. And yeah. I know that part of that conversation, I think part of that, or was just something that I knew going into it, I'm not 100% sure, but would like get, you know, dressed as Janae and then go to another town. Sure. Yeah. To go to a bar or a club or whatever. Um, just to be able to be in that doesn't in, Matt tell a that, story like that in the documentary too, where he feels like he almost got found out? No, that was uh, Caitlin. Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the similarities. Are, yeah, the stories are so similar. They're very similar. The, the big thing, another overview kind of thing, is is the generational thing. Yeah, because they're probably similar age. No. Matt's probably a little younger. No, Matt's a lot younger. Uh, no, no, yeah, because uh, Caitlin's, Caitlin's 70. seventy. Oh my gosh! Yeah, she Whereas, looks great. <laughs> Seventy? Got a lot of shit, a lot of work done. A lot of money. Matt's, I think, still in his forties. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. That is a big generation. He I was think. forty-two or forty-three in the in in when they really filmed it. So oh, yeah, Kim, Kardashian, Kim Kardashian's uh, older than us, huh? Uh, uh, Janae's age. Oh, forty, right? Yeah, pretty probably. Sure, pretty sure Kim's like forty. That's why. Well, think about that. Like, that's I guess just name. because I was really learning how to lift when I'm eighteen, and I just assumed. Matt was 40s then because a lot of powerlifters at that time they just, yeah, they weren't did. in their 30s or kind of in their 40s well looking back at you know uh, Bruce yeah when he was 26 26 was the Olympics he looked yeah like, he looked like a, a yeah. 35 40 year old man yeah he was jacked yeah that's so I don't know exactly which which one we're going to go with first yeah but it I doesn't wanna, matter we yeah sprinkle uh, t- talking about Bruce Jenner though like that was. I was a you know I was a kid yeah. when when that happened, and I remember that there was a lot of hype about the possibility of uh, Bruce winning the gold medal for the decathlon, and and at some point it really did become a foregone conclusion. You know, I, I think yeah. there's a little bit more uh, of a question in the way that's presented in the documentary that, oh, that I he's going to win. Being yeah, I remember I, it. that was my critique too. Yeah, I guess we are bouncing for, back and forth. My critique of. Uh, Bruce was the I feel like everyone plays down their talent and they always want to lean on hard work. Like one of the first sentences or something was like, oh, I was below average. Like you weren't. 
You weren't, dude. Yeah. Like, there's no I didn't fucking have the genetics way. for it. Yeah, but. you did. Like, maybe you didn't work hard. I saw hard. his body type. Yeah. He's very genetically gifted. Well, yeah. and, and like, maybe you didn't work hard and then you learned to really work hard. Maybe your work ethic is actually the word you're trying to use. My work ethic and my drive was below average and mm. I turned that around. But like, you don't go, no below average genetics are winning a gold medal. Ever. Or running or running a ten nine uh, yeah. hundred. It's not yeah. happening. Any any sport anywhere, no below average, even back in the fucking Coliseum, no below average is winning. That doesn't work. And people hate to do that because it's like it's attack on we 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 tend to make our genetics not us. Mm. You know mm. what I mean? We That's separate a separate that. thing. Yeah, yeah, we're like, no, Mike, my soul, my spirit of Mike worked hard, not Mike this canvas you know mm-hmm. and so then they, they feel insulted to say because I, I we have talked about it on this podcast many times I, one of my most controversial tweets was simply saying that talent beats hard work and people get so mad about that i'm like bitch it's just true Powerlifting to to skeet shooting to the decathlon the freakiest of the freaks there's guys in the nba that don't work out yeah at all i, I worked my tits to the gill and i'm a 5'8 mario clone italian kid and it didn't happen it just didn't happen, and my gen- and I am above average genetics. I was a good athlete. I grabbed the basketball rim in, in seventh grade. Look mm-hmm. at look at John Daly. Yeah, <laughs> give me that argument. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Not that, not that the eye hand coordination there. Is yeah, God give or, or, or even like the clutchness. You know, like he's performing in front of millions of eyes. Yeah, uh, not that you just don't have to work hard. You have to be exposed to your talent. You have to. You can't be a uh, you know a really good golfer genetically and never touch a golf club you yeah. have to touch a golf club you, have to, mm-hmm. you golf have to have the exposure mm-hmm. um but it just doesn't work that way and bruce played that way down in the beginning yeah uh, and i understand how it's part of your story too we all build our story of our life based on our own perception of what we lived and so his story was very similar to, to, to crocs where early age seemed to know something was wrong mm-hmm. um something was different mm-hmm. and and i say wrong based on his take that's a quote yeah he said was off he said body dysmorphia or gender dysmorphia Mm -hmm. which is funny because i when i hear quote-unquote professionals i don't know who's a real professional in psychology versus sociology versus human evolution often the argument nowadays with transgender is one is these people are mentally sick they have gender dysphoria Uh uh-huh and one is no these are just a type of this is a type of of spirit in the wrong canvas Mm-hmm. To use my own reference, mm-hmm. being born. One was like, this wasn't supposed to be this way, and this just happened. And one is, this is a mental illness. And that's, I think, that's, the main argument. That's where my knowledge of it was yeah. as well. I'm with you 100%. And when when she said that, I was a little confused. I'm like, oh. Yeah. I thought those were like both sides of the coin on the argument I do. what's going on. Politically and scientifically, yeah. that is the argument I hear as well. Well, I don't- And he kind of just admitted to it in a way. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know I either. guess. I don't know either. I don't know enough-ish. I think some of that is, um, I think that Caitlin existed outside of the mainstream of of transgender thought. Uh, yeah, even nowadays, and, and right? When we're talking about running for government, and still does. Yeah, like typically, like, you would think she would be a liberal or a Democrat, and she's running as a right winger, or, or or at least be okay with gay marriage, but apparently not. Yes, yeah, she's not, right? Yeah, apparently not. Well, she's like, very in touch with the religion, yeah, side of, of yeah. life. It is an she's interesting, very thing. religious. Yeah, it's an interesting. And she said that was her biggest, uh, one of her biggest hold holds on the whole process her own her own process was the religious side of it and yeah like what does that mean for her in the afterlife yeah or you know, yeah, yeah dealing yeah. with that they're both their 
upbringings seemed that they were leaning into a macho thing, whether it was personally to, to hide that or to escape whatever they felt on the inside or or to, yeah, fit in more. And, and Matt in particular talks about it directly. Yeah. But Bruce, Caitlin talks about it indirectly. But he basically said, like, yeah, I went to the Marines to be a macho, and I was just a fucking macho <laughs> yeah. forever. You yeah. know, I like, was a meathead. Yeah. I obviously got jacked as fuck. But then later, too, you know, Jan- Janae, Matt often talks about, like, liking that, like feeling both parts. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, Mike's like, the, I like that, that gym session, yeah. kind of broing out. I like muscle, and, and, yeah. and I don't mind kind of being, you know, a, a woman with 220 the, pounds of muscle. The training partner who said, there's too much Matt. For Janae to ever be yeah. like a basically a girly yeah. girl, you know, yeah. a, a a a classic. Yeah, hundred. I think they said one hundred and twenty pound. Yeah, girl. girly girl. Yeah, girly girl. Even just in itself, right? Like, what I do like about Janae's story and and documentary is that all this is new. Not that transgender's new. Maybe they, they've been around. It's and, really not. But like, like, but like how you speak of it. And oh, how yeah. we're judged to speak of it is so new, and it, that comes across in that documentary. Well, even the fact that we're even, you know, to be fair, Matt or Mike, Matt, Mike, <laughs> yeah, is and and Jimmy, like, like the fact that we're even uh, watching these and discussing, right. is so new. Right. No, it's brand as a new. whole. Like we're we're spending, you know, two hours of our free time yeah. learning about this. Yeah, we wouldn't. None of us would have been. I mean, yeah. speaking on, I'm speaking on my, myself. No, you're right. I, I would not have done this. No Let's one say was in 10 the 70s. years ago. Yeah. You're not convincing me to watch or learn about any of this stuff. Yeah. To me, it's just like, oh, it's not, I'm, I'm, that has nothing to do with me. I don't really care or whatever. Right. But like, it's now that I've matured and I've grown up, obviously, like, and I'm interested in these, in these things. And it's just like, now, like you're saying, exactly. Yeah. And, and that documentary kind of showed that. Cause like, I feel like one side of the coin, like the term girly girl is kind of offensive. Yeah. Right, yeah, and so like yeah. for that to be in the documentary describing like a human, you know what I mean? Like that that side of the coin would be offended by that. Oh, 2017 or, or 15, maybe you could still say girly girl. Yeah, but now you that's can't. A kind of a newer, oh, that's true. Right? That's, yeah. a, that's a newer drop. But but to <laughs> describe like right because then we have like gender and sex and all these different things, and I joke about it in a JK we were just coming up about mm-hmm. about uh, gender reveals. I was like, there shouldn't be such thing as a gender reveal with a baby that's not born. No, I would agree with you. On it would that. be a sex reveal. Right. 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 Yeah. Because the difference between sex and gender is sex is controlled by, by one's chromosomes. Be, one's between my thighs and one one is, is between your is ears. My spirit, hopefully, yeah. yeah. They call they call it a assigned gender at birth. Uh, right, right. Yeah. right. Unquote. That's what all this kind of I do like the 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 croc because it feels like authentic. Like they don't know either. Like you, you know, like they, they don't know. Girly girl, 120 pounds, can't he be 220? I like to lift weights. I like to be muscular. I kind of like wearing army fatigues, and then I like this. You know, like yeah, it just the, feels uh, uh, some authentic, very authentic conversations come through there. Where Bruce's or Jen, uh, uh, Caitlin's is very polished, which you would imagine. One is a Netflix thing, and one is maybe maybe the even the self funded, I guess, right? Or yeah, we'll put that together. It was, like, it was a Canadian um, um, film director, independent film, yeah, director. independent. Also, though, based on the results and and. Janae is a executive producer, a producer on yeah. Um, but based even on on the final decision, right? Who went through more surgeries? I guess I, I mean by that. Uh, and I don't think we know that. No, but it, it, Caitlin's got seemed to be going full time. Caitlin, and yeah. as much as we know, Janae's 
at least current times, what we well, thought was kind of rocking. Yeah, I don't, without without getting too far off of the beam of the um, of the movie, I know that um, Janae competed as a man in a uh, jujitsu tournament in post Ju- July, post movie in July right this, this year. year. Yeah, so and hasn't really posted again since then. So I don't really know. I don't know yeah, what's, what's currently up with Janae. I know that Janae uh, opened a a gym in uh, Michigan. I think that uh, Dr. Mike actually works out there. Oh, Ishtertel? Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, maybe. Ishtertel's so. in like Philadelphia. Oh, really? Well, yeah, so it, maybe he's visiting. Well, all I can tell you is that, that it, it will say Crocs Gym as the location of, from, gotcha. of, his, yeah, from yeah. his Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, and it kind of looks like the same place, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure he's been he's, there. He's got a nice big gym with a lot of elite FTS equipment. And, yeah. And... Um, Backing up what you were saying, that like a, a lot of us knew what was going on with with Matt slash Janae. I didn't know the name. I didn't know the name Janae. I just knew that that there was more going on there, and there was a a, a sexual identity question, mm-hmm. and um, the people at Elite knew, you know, that Dave Tate knew, yeah, from, which was another one of from early sponsors. on, and I mean. Uh, that's indirectly how I found out about it. But I also went to do a quick, I used to do this um, uh, kind of like best question you ever ask or anybody, anybody ever asked you or something like that. I don't remember exactly what yeah, the deal was. Quick hit to, interview. Yeah, quick hit interview. And I did one um, with, at the time, Matt uh, at the Arnold. And there had been some facial surgery already at that point uh, and it was since the last time i had seen matt it's like whoo okay well that's different that's mm-hmm. really different than what i've seen before mm-hmm. and I, that reinforces the things that i have heard i just don't know i don't know what the end game is at that mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. but there was such a strong acceptance among the people who already knew. Which you would think would be the exact opposite you crowd. Th- you would think that. Stereotypically powerlifting at the time. Very macho. Yeah, wearing caterpillar boots. They're all construction cats. They're Everyone's 400 pounds. And but is that macho-ness all stemming from like... Lots of insecurity for sure, and lots but, of, so like lots of, of exogenous like, testosterone for sure. But even like politically speaking, you know, yeah. like very Midwest, very yeah. you know, very different okay. than powerlifting. Scope is so big now. Yeah, you know, some of the meccas of powerlifting is now California. It used to not be, <laughs> and they only showed it a little bit. But there was the whole thing with with the nail. You, you saw that in the oh in, yeah, like pulled the nail out of his bicep or something. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I flinched I, a lot. I, I used I'd to heard not, about that, but I that before this I thought video, it was a needle maybe. I'm, I used the to nail. not. I used to not be much of a flincher, but there's a lot of like random like s- the surgery scene. Didn't yeah, watch I didn't that. Not, I didn't like that. Yeah, I didn't watch that. <laughs> no, that uh, was like graphic. Yeah, graphic. it was a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I I I did I didn't like the needle or whatever the hell is getting pulled out of I his was arm. Not ready for that surgery scene? No, that was a lot. That was more than like a any surgery I've, I've ever seen. I've yeah. seen like yeah, that's one of the more graphic. Ones. Yeah, I didn't like, like that. Oh, okay, we're going straight here. Yeah, I didn't like that. Well. Uh, I can't really do any of that anymore. I think I'm getting softer. Yeah, there was there like was originally it. a surgery scene in Bigger, Stronger, Faster that was cut. Yeah, oh. I, I I understand a quick cut of like a surgery to sh- set the tone of what happened, but like that was long. It was like going across the whole and format. very graphic. It was super. What are you yeah. telling as a as a director? I don't need to see all that. I understand the surgery. 
Are they showing the sacrifice of the surgery? I, I, you know, I think it. I think it was the links to which I think actually yeah. you could you could equate it to the whole the um, the uh, yeah Ooh. the nail going into the bicep thing. It's like to what extent are you willing to go yeah. to confirm your identity, whatever your, that might be? Yeah, and like nobody was more you know macho meathead but at the same time like we all know that we all knew that matt was you know a very uh smart person even being like a pharmaceutical engineer i feel is like a different breed than the typical powerlifter at the time he's very playful with the children yeah yeah Yeah, kind super super good relationship with kids yeah well uh, that is something i forgot too is that he said he had kind of told his kids at ages like four six and eight or something Mm -hmm. yeah um and you're like whoa you know like that that's a tough conversation to have and tough tough for a kid to comprehend and that's where um caitlin slash bruce like when they were opposite like that's when when he was struggling like when they were struggling to go back and forth um Never told the kids, right? And that's where a lot of his regrets and her regrets. And came I don't from. know current, current, but I do remember semi recent that yeah, like the Kardashian kids, all the kids don't really talk to Caitlyn. Besides the son in the yeah, what son was that? I think that was his first son. That's the only son that gets no TV time because the other sons are famous, he's right? Like, he's on a farm. The other yeah. two sons are famous. Well, yeah, that are just his. Re- one of them's really famous, Brody from Brody the Hills, yeah, and, uh, Laguna Beach, and all yeah. that stuff. Those, really famous. those guys are really famous. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's really, well, and they don't. And I know they don't being, talk just from being Bruce's kid. Yeah, well, he got his own fame from that show. I mean, right, show but was, like on top of the world. But how do you get on the show? Being a rich kid in the hills and being Bruce's kid, think, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't. I think it was just I, I, random. He's a handsome guy. He got casted for the, you know, yeah, got maybe casted for the show. Because going it, back to there is that, that probably didn't hurt. Yeah, going back to that, like uh, I didn't know Bruce was that big of a deal when I watched early seasons of Kardashians. And obviously, very generational. But. I, I, I had no reference to who he was. And okay. then even that, when I heard the reference of it, I didn't know, and maybe still, I didn't know, even now. Like, name Olympians that are stars. Michael Phelps, Simone Biles? Yeah. In my generation? Yeah, like, well, that are Michael fucking... Johnson, Michael Johnson was yeah, like the 100 yeah. guy yeah. when but we were But that are fucking stars. Yeah. You know what I mean? The Phelps. Yeah, like you said, right? Yeah. Like it's not that many. It's, it's it's rare. It's very far and few between that 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 can take the stardom past those six weeks of the Olympics. I have the total flip side experience because I, to me, I knew Bruce from the Olympics and from some very dubious um, entertainment um, was, choices. Did you some acting. Yeah, was in was in the movie "Can't Stop the Music" with the Village People. All right, directed by. uh, Is there something there? Is the Village People just a meme uh, for the gay community? No, the Village People was a real disco group in the the seventies. No, I mean the 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 queer part. Oh no, the 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 queer part is like that's a given. I think they're gay. Not all of them, but some of them. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. Uh, I thought yeah. it was a. I thought it was just a meme because they dressed up as. You thought dance. it was all like campy, tongue in cheek YMCA. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And and in the Navy and all that yeah. stuff. It, yes and. Yeah. Yes and and there's some roots. Yeah, but so he was in this movie and it was terrible and it was a giant bomb and he did some other like you saw him on all the talk shows and all that stuff. I they remember did the all whole that. round with the Carson and all those guys. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, Fucking Dinah Shore. That kind of makes Merv sense Griffin for the Olympics. The Wheaties. Yeah. yeah. The Wheaties box I knew about. It was like yeah. he was doing some kind of like uh, 
PSA with like kids in track and field. Yeah, right. Even Jenner though, right? Like uh, her husband was OJ's best friend and lawyer. Right. Who? Jenner. Chris. Oh, Chris Kardashian. Kardashian. Chris, sorry. Yeah. Her, yeah. 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 Her husband was OJ's defense attorney. Right. And like really good friend. Like best friend. Yeah. And best. So friend. like even from that, the '60s best friend. Even that is like an obscure way to become like at a show. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so in like my grown head, up, grown up Gotti or something. Yeah. In my yeah. head, Bruce was that obscure. I had no athlete. idea he was on that show. I didn't watch that show. Yeah. I've seen one episode of it. Once I knew that 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 He's you know around. Bruce was part of the family, I watched an episode in which uh, it was painful. It was super painful to watch because he was so awkward. Yeah. He he doesn't come across great in that show. Uh, my, Br- yeah, Bruce, Bruce was super yeah. awkward through the whole thing, no. and nobody knew how to deal with deal with him. They they treated him kind of like an uh, like a crazy ant. Oh uh, yeah, you know, yeah, kind of. Which was it's like I, I can't keep watching. Yeah, he that. was. No, you're like, right. They did. They did he did feel was, like an extended family. It was strange. It yeah, was strange. and and so I had no idea any of that stuff was going on. Like I I remember the OJ stuff, and I, and the only place I'd ever heard the name Kardashian was from the trial. Yeah. How did he pass? Cancer? Something yeah, normal? Was, yeah. He had cancer, yeah. yeah. But it wasn't like, yeah, shooting or but, no, 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 by no. normal. But he had... OJ didn't get him too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he and, he and, OJ is a whole... We could do a whole podcast on OJ. Yeah, Seen him on Twitter. Oh my God. The best. Dude. <laughs> he and uh, uh, <laughs> Robert Kardashian and Chris had divorced years before yeah, yeah, yeah. the OJ thing. Yeah. And they had all those kids. Well, you, who's and I? I mean, I still I can't keep them all straight. Yeah, how many kids does Bruce have? Kylie and Caitlyn. Non, non. I mean, I'm sorry, Kylie and Kendall. Non Kardashian. And what would be Chloe, uh, Kim? No, no. I mean, like, so there's that one random farm kid that's in the <laughs> oh, documentary. Oh, how Bert. many? He has the two, the and two then two sons, sons and two girls. Yes. Okay. Yeah, the farm. Oh, so it's just Brody and then Farm Boy. Brody, Farm Boy. I thought there's maybe one more. Is there three? Like brothers? a good-looking dude too. That's semi-famous. Oh, maybe then. I don't know. And I don't I'm know if that's from that really random know. lady. I was um, you know, one thing that really surprised me, obviously, but I also had no reference or had no information on on Bruce at all. Yeah. But like, I was kind of shocked to hear that this was something that he was looking into doing in the mid '80s. Oh. It was like going through the transition process. Oh yeah, in yeah. '84. Yeah. How crazy is that? Like, you know, no info, probably surgeries way behind. Yeah, that was very interesting um, when they brought that up because I thought maybe that was just something he did. Brandon. Oh, he's a Jenner? They're all Jenners. Yeah. Oh, this, Cassandra Marino. I don't know that one Out of left all. field. Yeah, see the Brandon? Brandon looks like another... Uh, he might even like had a little cameo on OC or The Hills or something, you know? <laughs> probably. He looks the same. Are they, they, do they have the same mom, I, I guess, was the other I one. don't know. Or is there a lady in between that they didn't mention in the stock? Well, no, well he's, yeah, he was married twice. As far as I know, he was only married twice. Uh, I don't want to break it to both of you, but you can have kids without marriage. <laughs> they have, oh, okay, this is crazy. So he had two kids with the first um, wife. Brody or that girl? Uh, no, he had, no, Bert. Bert. Yeah. And then Cassandra. Okay, yeah, never... No one's ever heard of it. How even, se- they like, Sandra doesn't even exist, no, according to this document. No, yeah. according to neither to the neither Kardashians did, yeah, or the did. Hills. Well, yeah. We can get into another thing that does not exist in this documentary later on. Yeah, because Sandra is not blew a thing. my mind. Uh, and then he married Linda Thompson. Oh, so they three had marriages. two sons. So Brandon and Brody are from Linda Thompson. Is she famous? Uh, 
She's an, she was an actress. Do you know her? No, I don't know her. Uh, no. Um, well, this this subject here was never brought up in the documentary. No, either. it's totally skipped over. And then he married Chris Kardashian. Oh, him had, killing someone. That's what I'm talking about right here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kendall and and Kylie. So uh, he's got. I was one, just two. talking about the car accident, and I was like, like I'm pretty with pop culture and like trendy. I'm pretty on it. Like I feel like that was a one day story. It wasn't a one-day story, but uh, it was in December of 2015. Prosecutors declined to file charges. It was, it was Jenner's SUV it was ran settled. into Howe's car. Yeah, of course, right? Uh, accounts of the sequence of collisions have varied, as have the number of people injured. So there is literally nothing about that in, in any yeah. any part of the documentary. At all, but then again, though, did it really need it? Was that really part of this? No, the 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 untold story. I don't know what part of it was untold. It's funny. There wasn't a clear direction of like, was this about the achievement of sport? I was going to say, or was this about the internal struggle? It felt more like an ESPN story, and then just sprinkled in that Caitlin's here because all the other ones that we watched uh, with the same subject, same format, were very sports focused, yeah, exclusively, right? I almost, yeah. Yeah, a little bit of outside life. Like, yeah, like post life post uh, right thing. I don't know. Yeah, this one uh, because it, they're not neither one is very long. They're about an hour each. I feel like they did sprinkle. C- C- Caitlin's untold story doesn't have much of a story, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like it's like it's a little bit of Olympics, but yeah. not much about growing up. Yeah, and then and then boom, like a, a sprinkle of Kardashian, sprinkle of Caitlin, and then gun. you know what I mean? Like there's no like. Uh, the most uh, this led to this, and then oh, because of this car accident, or because of that, or because yeah. of the Olympics, I didn't know what to do, so I acted like it, it's very sprinkly. This seems like a really good spot to say we're going to end this episode, and for the next episode, Part two. we're going to talk about like what the hell was supposed to be untold here, and the other connection between these two documentaries. Uh, Shout it out, uh, ladies and gentlemen! Every Wednesday, I'm Silent Mike, three sbco Where can people find you? You know, find me at deansdoris.ck or, you know, at capinkilos.com. I am at the Jim McD on all those social medias. This show is 50% facts, where percent is a word, and 50 is just numbers. And you can catch this next episode next week. <laughs>